Hello, hello, and welcome. This is Nyla here, and I want to thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts. It's the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things that you'd like to know. This episode topic is all about the 10 ways to not waste water. Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and also share Greener Thoughts because it will really help someone else. Send your voice messages. They can be seen in every episode show notes and the podcast description. Or you can send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Hey Nyla, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with me. I just want to say congratulations on your 100th episode. It's such a huge milestone and I wish you all the success and many more episodes to come. And also you are so awesome in how you're educating so many people about the environment. You're definitely um, educating me and giving me some tips to save our planet, our Mother Earth. Thank you so much for all the time that you put into it and giving us these amazing facts. And thank you for being a co-host for 90 Day Fiance on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And I know you've got another milestone coming up, but you just kind of have to stay tuned because I got something else for you. Congrats again on your 100th episode. So you were just listening to Angelica from her amazing podcast, uh, A Little Bit of Everything with Me. And so I wanted to give her a special shout out. She's been amazing. And I love uh, getting to co-host her show and be like a guest there. So I will, of course, input her information in the show notes for you all. And um, actually link um, a special podcast of where I had her. Um, first have her a uh, voice message sent to me and everything and it was amazing uh, and since then you know we've been great as uh, fellow anchor podcasters I'm so proud of her and I want to thank her for her special message and it really means a lot so we have a lot of announcements and uh, two in particular are about of course a uh, special uh, days so uh, one of them is Uh, National uh, Hiking Day, and so that is going to be celebrated, of course, on uh, November 17th. And so that is actually, you know, the day that this podcast is coming out. And uh, National Hiking Day is really special because it's otherwise known as Take a Hike Day. And it is about appreciating our natural green spaces and our trails and greenery and wildlife and all that makes up our environment um, in its most, you know, authentic sense. And so John Muir, um, he was uh, was the founder of the Sierra Club. Um, and he actually petitioned petitioned for the creation uh, of the national uh, park system, and uh, we were of course granted uh, with America's best idea, which was uh, Yosemite and uh, Sequoia National Park. And if you didn't know, there's a trail named uh, after John Muir, and it's called the John Muir Trail, uh, JMT for short. And it's a long-distance trail in the in the Sierra uh, Nevada ma- uh, mountain range of um, California, and it passes through Yosemite, um, Kings Canyon, and Sequoia National Parks. And this trail is a little bit over 200 miles long, so it's pretty long. Um, and um, even though before um, the days of John Muir, there was a a different kind of group that was actually advocating for um, preserving uh, hiking spaces and trails. And there was a small group uh, all the way on the East Coast, and they banded together all the way back in 1876, so uh, some time ago. And they actually formed the Appalachian Mountain Club, uh, which uh, had a small goal uh, to protect and preserve uh, all hiking trails, but they did um, want to focus mainly uh, along the historic path of the mountain range uh, of the Appalachian Mountains. 
And they also uh, strove to uh, develop new uh, types of hiking trails to go ahead and protect. So um, for all those who may not have known, uh, John Muir is the founder of the uh, Sierra Club. Um, and the Sierra Club was founded all the way back uh, on uh, May 28th, uh, 1892. And so annually, uh, every May, Greener Thoughts uh, will run the Sierra Club May Anniversary Greener Thoughts Prize Giveaway. And it's a special giveaway that actually started um, in May 2019 uh, to give honor, share facts about the Sierra Club, and celebrate the history of the Sierra Club. And the giveaway is to remember the greatness that the Sierra Club is and does. So you can learn more about uh, my Sierra Club uh, giveaway earlier this year that occurred. Uh, me being a member and volunteer of the Sierra Club. And also the history and accomplishments of the Sierra Club. So I will go ahead and link uh, that special podcast episode uh, in the show notes. And be sure to check out the 2020 giveaway. There is also uh, two other uh, quick announcements. Um, so other special days to be celebrated, environment holidays, is um, the second one, um, National Camp Day. It's uh, November 19th. So all those who love the great outdoors, sort of having that environmental theme of being out in our green spaces uh, and enjoying nature, that is on the 19th. And then uh, number three is Universal Children's Day. That's November 20th. That's where we celebrate, of course, children uh, from all around the world. We celebrate the children uh, that we have. um, And, you know, we love children. All those who do uh, have or may not have children. It doesn't matter. This is the day that we appreciate uh, children for them being young and growing and, you know, learning about the world and so many other things. Um, So this that is a day that we celebrate children on November uh, 20th, so the world over uh, that is Universal Children's Day. The first Greener Thoughts Anniversary Celebration Prize Giveaway is here. It begins November 3rd, 2019 and ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, November 28th, 2019. To enter, please answer the following. Number one, what is your favorite fall activity that gets you outside? Number two, what is the reusable bottle company I discussed on my podcast episode? Six great benefits of garlic. And number three, what special three-digit milestone episode will Greener Thoughts hit in November 2019? Prizes are number one, a smiley leaf patch and number two uh, Etsy eco-friendly themed button pins plus some bonuses and these prizes are for first second and third prize winners uh, the last thing for you is to please email your answers to greenathoughtspodcast at gmail.com or by voice message that's with the third lore link in the show notes So in other news is our other segment. In other news is a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is all about Indonesia. So Indonesia's food supply is being contaminated by imported plastics. You can check out more about the news story on treehugger.com. So what's happening now is that local uh, tofu uh, producers, a staple food in Indonesia, um, are actually burning plastic waste Um, And those imports there as um, fuel for their factories uh, for making the tofu. And these fumes are, of course, toxic. And they are poisoning uh, the air, the water, all types of other um, things around. And there are numerous health problems associated uh, with the uh, local residents, all of them being affected by these fumes. And the plastic ash is no joke. This stuff falls uh, to the ground and it's pulled into, uh, it's pulled from furnaces and it spreads out 
of course, or among all the other uh, residents uh, on the ground. And, you know, they try to make, uh, you know, dispose of it as they can. But animals like free-range chickens, they, you know, peck the ground trying to look for food. And they end up ingesting this uh toxic ash, uh, which also then contaminates their eggs, which people then eat. Um, so if you want to go ahead and view something like the, in the visual infographic, um, you can please just check out the show notes and, you know, it's very eye-opening. Uh, I didn't know that this was even happening until I checked on Treehugger, um, you know, a few days ago. And so I thought this was perfect to go ahead and share. The, sec- the second headline is all about the uh, ocean. So the Arctic Ocean could be ice-free for part of the year as soon as 2044. That news is pretty devastating, and you can find out more about it, of course, on ENN.com, a.k.a. Environmental News Network. So scientists from UCLA, uh, in their recent study show uh, it shows that a human-caused climate change is on its way uh, to make the Arctic Ocean functionally ice-free for part of each year, starting all the way uh, between uh, maybe 2044 to about 2067. And then our third uh, headline, the last one, is um, about potted plants. So a study... Uh, Actually, potted plants don't improve air quality. I know, shocking. And you can check out more about it on ENN.com, a.k.a. Environmental News Network. Now, uh, the central finding uh, of the research was that um, natural or the ventilation uh, air exchange rates uh, rates in indoor environments like our homes and our offices and such – these uh, dilutes um, uh, concentrations of volatile organic compounds, uh, so the, the air pollution that plants are allegedly cleaning uh, much faster than plants can extract them from the air. So our news comes from uh, treeharger.com, a really great source for all things environmental. You all have uh, known me to use uh, treehugger.com, and I love the information, and so this podcast episode is no different, uh, other than the fact that uh, it is, of course, a special list episode, which I've been doing for the month of November, um, in honor of, you know, my special um, podcast anniversary month. Again, you know, Green and Thoughts started in November 2018, all the way back a year ago. So, you know, things are wonderful. And I, I am, of course, holding my special uh, month-long giveaway, which ends on the 28th. So be sure to lock in your entries. So the topic is all about water. And, you know, water is so important. We all know this. We all drink water to survive. Some of us can't get enough. Some of us get too much. Um, and that's, you know, because of assess- accessibility, that's because of, you know, the readiness, the readiness of the water just being available to, you know, some people in the world, but then there are others who are struggling every single day to, of course, um, attain and, and gather that water and there's water scarcity in the world. Um, and so this podcast episode is pretty important because, you know, water is our lifeline. Water is our life source, you know, besides air. Uh, we need water. You know, we automatically breathe, um, you know, air in and out. And with water, it's it's a human right, some would say. And, you know, that to some degree is, you know, right. Um, and so this episode is important in a lot of ways. And one of them is because we can conserve the water that we already use and make sure we're not using too much. And so, you know, others are left to, you know, fend for themselves. And water uh, is plentiful, but at the same time, it's not. It's it's really comes down to where you get your water from and how much you're willing to pay for it and the availability of it. You know, there are some places in the world where they don't have enough water because of deserts and desertification. So I want to break down uh, this episode and all the wonderful 10 tips um, all about water conservation. So the title simply is Water Conservation Tips. So I'm going to get right to it. And I want to start off with uh, the first 
um, thing that you can do to, of course, uh, not be a, a water waster and uh, waste water. So the first tip in how to not waste water is to, number one, fix your drippy faucets. You know, drippy faucets, a drippy faucet can waste a lot of water, 20 gallons of water a day. And a leaky uh, toilet can do a lot worse. It can use 90,000 uh, gallons of water in a month if you let it. And so using things like a wrench to change the washers, the small uh, metal and sometimes rubber um, parts around edges or your fixtures, along the fixtures mostly, uh, you can use uh, the wrench to secure those uh, facets and parts, those washers um, around your uh, plumbing. And so your, your sinks and your showers, those types of uh, places where you know, leaks are known to happen. You can also uh, use um, types of uh, things like waterless uh, faucets. Those are uh, a thing that is actually out and about now. So you kind of don't have to worry too much. But if you have a drippy faucet, be sure to fix that. And also you can just fix and maintain the equipment that you already have. Uh, make sure it's up to par and so it's working good as new. So you don't really have these issues. Just make sure you're on top of uh, your repairs. So the uh, second uh, tip to make sure that you are not a water waster and wasting water, second thing is to install new water fixtures. Let's say the repairs are so bad, it's gotten so bad that you have to use um, and buy some new equipment, some water fixtures for yourself. No worries. All you have to do is buy new or low, new and uh, uh, low volume or dual flush toilets, for example. Uh, you can also buy some things like a low flow a shower heads and water efficient dishwashers and same thing with uh, washing machines for your clothes of course. So that way you can save both money and water costs in the long run. Uh, you can also do um, you know something different which you may not have known about is buy something of a water saving shower head but with a pause button. Now I didn't know about this before doing my research but these things are pretty miraculous and they actually stop the water uh, while you soap up your body and your hair and other uh, parts of your body or you um, shampoos. Yeah, so you uh, have, you know, that going for you and you can save time and uh, get what you need to do uh, done and you don't have to worry about the water being a nuisance or going down the drain or you wasting water because there's an easy pause button for you. Um, and also a splurging on a low flow toilet can actually save uh, you tons of water, about 50 to 80 gallons of water a day. The number uh, three tip in um, preventing uh, water waste is for you to strengthen good water habits. So those of you that are good water stewards that turn off the water, uh, for example, while you're uh, brushing your teeth or shaving or um, doing anything of that sort, is wonderful. I really do applaud you. You can do tons of other things like uh, make sure that your um, your laundry that happens to be in your washer um, and also the dishes in your dishwasher make sure that those are always on full loads um, so you can use the water at one uh, time and use the uh, amount of packing it takes to go ahead and fill those uh, different appliances and use and, and have that water be used efficiently and effectively very powerful and um, also um, when you're washing dishes by hand uh, make sure you fill up the sink and also turn off the water. And then another good habit with your water is make sure you're you know, taking shorter showers. Or for those who may be a risque or maybe want to share showers, you can definitely do so as well. Now number four, tip in, uh, in how to not waste water is to stop drinking bottled water. Now, for some people, that may be pretty hard, but it's not impossible. It's only a matter of, you know, figuring out how to avoid it, and there are some really cool steps that you can take against it, um, but I'll get to those in a little bit. So bottled water, of course, we all know, um, is not that well regulated, and, you know, studies show that it's not even particularly pure, and according to treehugger.com, 
you know, bottled water is most expensive um, uh, per uh, gallon than gasoline. And bottled water uh, has a huge uh, carbon footprint uh, because of its distribution. So the transportation, of course, it takes to get that bottled water to stores and, you know, the waste also uh, is in it when it comes to it being discarded because not everyone recycles their uh, bottled water, their plastic bottled water. You know, even in the age we live in, you'd think that they would recycle, but recycling rates aren't always that high in the U.S., um, maybe abroad, of course. So, you know, knowing that bottled water is not the best for you. Uh, so what you can do and how to get your water is opt for, you know, tap water and then uh, having those filters, which are, you know, A1, depending on, you know, where you get your, your um, water filter and also reusable containers. Now, if you, you know, have a, you know, for example, Brita filter or you have the one that you can attach to your tap, uh, that is totally fine. Or, you know, there are some new uh, found um, filters for water and you can find them in all types of products um, for, you know, your fridge. So those are amazing. I, I can't, you know, stress those enough. I'll get to a little bit later. So, you know, those uh, tips are, you know, really, really um, straightforward. So you're opting for tap water that's filtered, you are using a filter from your uh, fridge, it's installed, or you're using something like a container, or like a Brita filter, or even like the uh, uh, containers that you can have, your um, metal, or, you know, sometimes the reusable plastic, some people, you know, just have to have plastic, so there are even filters pre-installed in some of your uh, reusable containers, so that's great too, it's holding your water, and it's, uh, clean and it's uh, filtered. So those are options there. So tip number five in how to uh, not waste water is to plant appropriately with native plants. Now, you know, for those who um, may live in places that have a lot of water, you know, there are still considerations to the plants that you plant around if you happen to have a garden or uh, be one with a green thumb. You know, and if you have, if you have to have water uh, and with those plants, do it uh, during the coolest part of the day or at night uh, to minimize evaporation. And regarding care for plants, if they're local, you know, make sure that they're the hardy kind that won't really, you know, wilt and, you know, don't need a lot of water. Um, and then number uh, six, number tip, uh, the, the, the tip for number six um, in, you know, not wasting water is to make sure that you make use of your rainwater. Yes, you can put something like a rain barrel uh, on your down spots, uh, spouts, and you can use that water for something like irrigation. So uh, even rain cisterns, you know, can come in all shapes. You know, some people use, um, you know, big barrels, small barrels. Um, I don't know about wheelbarrows, but any type of big container that you can use that is, you know, somewhat closed but has a little uh, spout or some opening uh, is ideal for your um, rainwater collection. And number seven tip in how to prevent uh, waste of water is to recycle your gray water. Now, I know that sounds pretty gross and, you know, you're like, oh, what's, you know, what's gray water? Well, gray water may be kind of gross, but at the same time, it's it's not. So this has been, has been you know, water that's been used at least once in your household, um, but it's still clean enough to get other jobs done. So uh, whether you have water from your sinks or showers or dishwashers or clothes, um, these are, you know, pretty common household examples of gray water. So, you know, you can recycle your gray water um, from all those different places. So one thing to know, though, is beware that toilet water is often called black water and needs a different level of treatment before it can be reused. Um, and avoid putting water down the drain when you can use it for something else as something to know here. Uh, number eight tip in how to not waste water is to, you know, test out a waterless uh, car wash. 
Now, I didn't know this really existed, but I should have maybe, you know, known um, about that. But I'm glad that I'm telling you all this. So, you know, car washes are, you know, really cool. They are even efficient sometimes, though you can save a ton of time, uh, you know, getting there, the transportation to get there and everything, uh, the car washing time and the cost per car wash if you go um, waterless with your car wash. So the DIY method is really simple and you can actually use a tons of simple eco-friendly cleaners and cleansers uh, and wipes to scrub your car and so there's easy cleanup so you're not using a ton of water and I'll explain it a little bit later. Number nine tip is to repair water sources before things get serious. Now these um, sort of things you have to sort of tap in mind to, um, you know, before things get, you know, out of hand. So whether it's something like a broken pipe or a fire hydrant that's open or some type of excessive waste of water, just make sure that you get it repaired. So you can, you know, either alert somebody or fix it yourself if you're authorized or just some other uh, type of way that you can make sure that that uh, water source is secured. And then number 10, the, the last tip in how to uh, prevent uh, water waste is to avoid polluting your water sources, big or small. So, you know, the key here is to protect water at all costs. So don't pour chemicals down your drains or flush, you know, drugs down your toilets, you know, because this could, you know, come back in diluted form in your drinking water. Very scary. So for some more information, I have a few quick facts and then I'll move on uh, to my overall uh, view. So 2.5 gallons, that's the amount of water per person much of the world is allocated. And then number two fact is that $11.3 billion is the amount of money required to provide basic levels of service for drinking and water uh, wastewater uh, in Africa and Asia. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the show notes of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So I do enjoy, um, you know, talking about uh, water um, like I said before, it is so essential to life. It is life. Water equals life. You know, without it, you know, we die. We can't go, you know, a few days past um, and, you know, not have water. So I want to kind of do a quick overview of, you know, each of the ways to not waste water. And, you know, some of them are pretty self-explanatory. And then I'll just move on to the Mother Earth Minutes which is where I have a ton of different tips for uh, just about every one of the uh, different types of ways to prevent water waste and how we can uh, solve the issue sort of with uh, different methods and strategies and products for you. So with the first um, different way to, you know, stop wasting water, um, when it comes to fixing drippy drippy water faucets and everything, like I felt like that's really... Uh, simple to do like if you don't have for example um, knowledge on how to fix leaky pipes there are plumbers out there there are people that will definitely fix uh, your system so to prevent water waste um, especially when you know it's hot outside or even if it's cold outside and you have that winter you know there's a problem there because you could have your uh, pipes burst or have some other type of failure because you failed to secure your drippy faucet. So that is really important. You know, but most people, you know, wait till it gets, you know, really bad, but then there are others who are really on top of their stuff. So be a part of the, you know, group of people that is like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this now because it's going to cost me later. Uh, number two 
in uh, installing new water fixtures, this can actually be really fun because you are, um, you know, here in the U.S., you know, we love spending money, but spending money to save you money in the long run, now that's a good deal. These uh, you know, water fixtures, these appliances, these things are high-tech uh, of the 21st century. These things are not, you know, your grandma's and your, your great-grandma's types of appliances or even your, you know, grandpa's types of appliances. These things are state-of-the-art. And so the quicker you get on uh, installing these new types of water fixtures, even different appliances that don't really have to do uh, too much with uh, water, they will really uh, set you up to be uh, successful when it comes to, you know, making sure that your home is together. You don't have to worry about repair bills because your equipment keeps breaking. You just get something new and you use that for decades even. You know, some of these warranties out there are amazing and some of these these deals and even the, the reviews out there for some of these products are amazing. So you just have to do your research um, and then figure out what product, you know, is within your price range, what brand you trust, and, you know, let it do the work. It will save you so much uh, time and effort and heart and heartache and headache because you don't have to worry about always breaking. You buy it once, it saves you hundreds if not thousands for many, many years to come, and you have something that's trusted and something that's sturdy. Now, uh, number three tip when it comes to strengthening you know your good water habits these are a must so um like for me i love you know getting to brush my teeth and absolutely turning off the faucet the faucet when i'm you know uh brushing my teeth mid mid uh, brush stroke because i do not want clean healthy uh water to be you know useless and just go down the drain so you know Making sure that you are keeping tabs on uh, how often you are using water, how effectively, uh, if, if this water can be put to good use. Remember we talked about uh, gray water, that's you know very important. So your bath water, your showers, those types of uh, water, if it's collected by chance, you can definitely reuse it maybe for plants, uh, maybe for outside gardening, all types of other uses I'll talk about uh, in the next segment in the Mother Earth Minute segment. So these are just some ideas to get you going. Um, and then laundry. Laundry is really important. Remember, um, you know, having those on full loads and also uh, the dishes is really important as well. You know, who wants to waste water, um, you know, and on a half load when you can have a full load and have all your dishes clean in one fell swoop. Uh, number four tip uh, is really good because, you know, we at all all one time you know have in our lives have you know had some drinking uh of bottled water and so to combat that you can have something simple and you can use a reusable bottle that's always best i've i've talked about my contigo bottle i talked about it in the mother earth minutes um segment a little bit and then i talked about it um in my eco company spotlight segment uh, some podcast episodes ago and so i Love my bottle, and I've had it since, um, I think, summer, um, fall of 2017. I love it. And so, you know, I will probably link that um, podcast episode for you all to check out my review, of course, on it. I love it. And so my reusable bottle is going to be with me forever. That thing is amazing. And so you can definitely have your own, and you can buy it from tons of different vendors. You know, they come in plastic ones. Um, they come in metal ones. I love the metal ones for sure. Not the plastic ones, but some people do love plastic ones. They're rubberized ones. You know, there are really some sturdy uh, types of bottles out there. On number five tip, um, on that, I think that, you know, plants are amazing. I do love plants. I have a little plant called cacti, and that cacti is amazing. It's my little a cactus and I do love it and so you know if you're into plants you can definitely do um, really well by having like a plant nursery uh, you know visit and you can also search online for uh, different plants near you and figure out which ones uh, really do well with less water or at least the water um, you know that is great for you to use um, in in your area meaning that the plants 
um, that you have that are needed to you, local to you, uh, the water that you do have, you know, for use, maybe for drinking or whatever you use it for, um, you can use the little bit on uh, those plants, um, but it's not taking so much water, um, you know, to care for because plants can be expensive, especially if we have a lot of plants. So, you know, knowing that if you take care of your plants, you know, they'll last a long time is great, but making sure you have those plants that don't need a lot of water is even better. Now, number six tip uh, about the rainwater and making use of it. You know, there are different ways that you can use uh, rainwater. You can definitely use it for things like compost. I know I love compost. I've been composting for, ooh, I've been composting for like, what, seven years or so? And I love it. And, you know, I've been doing it for some time. And, you know, you can also use that type of rainwater outside for of course, your plants, your gardens, or even to clean outside. Let's say you're cleaning outside your home or maybe your car. Maybe you could use it for that if you're not into waterless uh, car washes. So there's definitely uh, tons of uh, reuse for, you know, rainwater. Uh, number seven a tip, you know, recycling the gray water. Um, I think that's most important, especially if you use something like eco-friendly soap or cleansers because, you know, gray water is fine, but if it's been contaminated with chemicals, it's not really good and you can't really, you know, use it for your gardens or for cleaning or, you know, for outside because, you know, nature doesn't like, of course, chemicals. So let's say you uh, use Burt's Bees and you use their body wash. You know, that's perfect gray water if you use a bath and you stop the drain and you can use that uh, uh, water for, you know, watering your your plants or outside. It's, it's from you, so it can't be that dirty. And the fact that you're using eco-friendly soaps um, is even better. So your baths, your showers, your um, eco-friendly uh, dish soap, you know, those are amazing. The Method, you know, dish soap or the seventh generation dish, dish soap. These are dish soaps I love to use. Um, you know, you use your um, those um, types of soaps on your dishes and you collect um, with a stopper um, the water and you can use it on your plants or for mopping or just something else because it's already hot and sudsy, eco-friendly soap, you're good to go. Uh, you could also do, you know, something like mopping your floors or just something else to use that water again. So those are some pretty good examples. Uh, with number eight, uh, you are, of course, testing out, you know, a waterless car wash. So this is pretty new, uh, you know, all in all, at least on my end, it's a new thing I've, I've I found. But, you know, maybe it may be not the, you know, most interesting thing to, you know, try and figure out how to do because you're so used to using car wash, um, you know, water and, um, you know, having your uh, cars car washed or doing it the, um, the way of just cleaning your own car, which is totally fine. But if you, you know, aren't into, you know, using car washes or want to find a new way, then carless, then waterless car washes um, are definitely going to be a thing. You know, they're so beneficial and they cut out the time. Of course, it takes to go ahead and take your car to the modern day um, car wash. And, you know, you save, you know, time because um, you're, not, you're not wasting time paying someone or some machine to wash your car when you can do it with a simple uh, couple of sprays and a wipe and, you know, just a few minutes uh, to buff out some areas and to use as less water as possible. And so number nine, we've learned is, you know, it's really important to just repair your water sources before things get really serious. Um, this is especially important because, um, you know, you can be sort of a whistleblower when things go wrong. So, um, if something's happening in your neighborhood and a hydrant is broken, you can go ahead and, you know, call your, you know, fire department or, you know, somebody to help you and you can make sure that, you know, that is repaired and it's successful and, you know, there's no horrible price to pay because someone didn't report it, but that water source is, you know, good to go and you can use it for the future or whoever needs to use that water source. But making sure that it's repaired first and it's handled correctly is really important here. And then the 10th tip we've covered uh, with, you know, avoiding polluting our 
water sources, big or small, is really important because, you know, where you live, the water around you is tied to you. In other words, you know, if it's polluted, it's because of the people around it. You know, the, the chemicals that are used to treat it, but also what goes into our waterways, you know, they do affect us, whether we know it or not. So we've come to the Mother Earth Minute segment, which is where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and also save Mother Earth. Now, the message for this uh, episode is that in a year, the average American resident uses over 100,000 gallons. And approximately 400 billion gallons of water uh, are used in the U.S. uh, per day. And all that was from uh, treehugger.com, those facts. And so I have a few different tips, and all of them kind of correspond to uh, all that we learned, all the different uh, ways to not waste water. So number one, when it comes to, um, you know, fixing your drippy faucets, uh, if you don't know how to, of course, fix a leak or, you know, anything like that, just be prepared to ask a trusted friend or, better yet, a plumber. Number two... Uh, when it comes to installing new water fixtures, um, you can check both energystar.gov um, or maybe your uh, country's um, place for a certified um, efficient uh, products when it comes to energy. Um, because I know that energystar.gov um, is just applicable to the United States, but of course, since Greener Thoughts is uh, international with its audience, you know, there are definitely some probably comparable um, organizations or government agencies that specifically deal with uh, energy-related uh, appliances and saving money, but I want to put as a, safe, as a safeguard just energystar.gov um, and also for those who live abroad, um, your uh, countries, you know, places where you can find out resources for trying to get um, products and appliances that uh, cut down your energy costs. Uh, You can also check out my special podcast episode uh, entitled 10 Ways to Green Your Kitchen, celebrating my 100th episode. And um, the giveaway is ongoing and it happens until the 28th of November. So it's ending uh, pretty soon. And a link for that will be in the show notes. And for number three, um, that is pretty simple. Just strengthening your, your good water habits. Uh, really simple. All you have to do is make sure you're protecting water, you know, not leaving the faucet running, uh, making sure that you uh, have that, you know, tap uh, water, but it's, of course, filtered. And so you're, you know, being good stewards and you have water and you're using it, you know, efficiently and you're not wasting it. These are good things to have. These are good habits. And number four, um, when it comes to, you know, different, um, you know, filters that you could have for, you know, saving your water and making sure it's good, you're, you know, not uh, drinking bottled water, you could uh, have something like a charcoal filter or a ceramic filter um, if you want, you know, your water to be the cleanest of clean. Uh, number five tip is to try uh, exerscaping. Now this is uh, X-E-R-I-S-A-S-C-A-P-I-N-G. And it's a really interesting method that uh, is a landscaping method um, that utilizes only native and low uh, water plants. So, you know, check out your uh, local uh, landscaper and they can probably suggest some really great uh, local plants that require as little water as possible. And so dry places like California and Arizona, you know, could really benefit from, you know, this most. You can also do something like uh, use a water calculator uh, to determine how much water you use and then also uh, how to use uh, thousands of gallons of water less. And so the link uh, for a well-known water calculator from Grace uh, Communications Foundation uh, will be in the show notes as well. 
Number six, I have uh, plenty of, you know, ways, about six ways uh, for you to make uh, rainwater uh, used. So on the outside of where you live, you can use it for um, garden watering or for car washing, uh, even though, you know, waterless car washing is ideal. You could also use it for filling ponds or bird baths, bird baths and the like. And then for inside, you could use it for toilet flushing or for clothes washing and general household cleaning. And you can also do something like search um, 23 awesome DIY rainwater harvesting systems. You can build at home if you are the DIY type, the do-it-yourself type, and you can craft a, a rainwater catcher. Number seven, um, I have uh, the tips, about six tips, and there's different ways, of course, to, um, you know, recycle gray water, um, you know, even though they may not be the simplest or you may not know uh, how to do it, but there are some simple gray water guidelines that I will, of course, share. And so the six were from uh, graywateraction.org, really great site, knows all about gray water, and so one of the uh, guidelines about gray water is to don't uh, store gray, wa gray water uh, more than 24 hours. It's really bad. And if you store gray water, the nutrients in it will start to break down and create bad odors. And uh, the second uh, guideline about gray water is to minimize contact with gray water. Now this is important because of the pathogens and uh, those uh, should soak into the ground, the, the gray water. But gray water is also, as we know, it's not suitable for drinking. It's suitable for reuse only. Uh, third guideline is about uh, make sure you infiltrate the gray water into the ground and don't let it pull off or even run off. Make sure you use it for whatever you're going to use it for. Make sure it seeps into the ground. And make sure, again, those uh, cleansers are eco-friendly and not uh, contaminated at, at all. And then the uh, fifth uh, type, or the fourth, I should say, the fourth guideline is to keep your uh, system as simple as possible, your gray water system. Uh, avoid pumps, avoid filters that need upkeep. So all those who are into... Um, making your own crafts, those who are into DIY, um, then uh, that's great for you, you know, but make sure that with the gray water that you do keep your system simple because it can be really complicated when it doesn't need to be and that just makes the process even more dangerous. And then the number five uh, guideline is to install a three-way valve for easy switching between the gray water system and the sewer septic system. And then the last guideline is to match the amount of gray water your plants will receive with their irrigation needs. So if you're using gray water for your plants, make sure you uh, match the amount uh, with the uh, type of, you know, an amount of water the plants need. Now, number eight uh, tip I have for you is about waterless car wash products. And these are in no particular order. So uh, one of them is the BioGreen Clean. You can check them out on BioGreenClean.com. Number two is Simple Green. They have amazing products. You can find them on SimpleGreen.com. And you can uh, check out their car wash and other car cleaning related products. Uh, number three is the uh, Chemical Guys. They're on uh, www.chemicalguys.com. You can check out the EcoSmart Waterless Car Wash and Wax Concentrate. Now, um, the number four uh, different type of car, uh, waterless uh, car wash product is the Eco Car Care uh, products they have. And you can check them out on www.ecocar.com careusa.com you can check out uh, their eco care eco car care waterless wash and their polish and number five is wash ninja you can find them on www.wash.ninja and you can check out the eco spray their eco wash their slick shoes um, and their core products and then number six for the waterless car wash products 
is no wet now you can check them out at no wet that's n-o-w-e-t dot com forward slash vehicle care dot h-t-m number nine tip almost wrapping up is the um repairing of your water sources is a pretty you know self-explanatory but this of course means you know calling your your service your service repair people so the men and women who you know know how to repair water uh, sources, so the different hydrants and things, pipes, or also your fire department. You know they use fire de- uh, fire department uh, hydrants, and so you can um, you know just call them, contact them, make sure those sources are repaired so they're not wasting water. And number ten um, tip is you know all about. You know, just knowing that one of the ways um, to avoid, you know, polluting your water sources is to, you know, not do things like illegally dumping. You know, these things include, you know, toxic materials or even illegal waste that you may, you know, have, you know, around you where you live. Those things can definitely contaminate water sources. So, you know, all in all, just don't waste water because it is truly precious. The eco factor of the day is that brain scans of over 200 adult humans of various ages find that women's brains appear metabolically two to three years younger, on average, than those of men the same age. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the November-December 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and protects the environment. If you volunteer in or work in an environmental company, either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send me a voice message. Just click on the third lower link in the show notes. So here we are at the Eco Company Spotlight, which is a special time in Greener Thoughts, which is where I always review wonderful companies, eco-friendly companies that have products that are amazing and services that are even better. And so I've been doing it for some time now, since February 2019, and I love getting to share uh, the different companies that I use and believe in and, you know, and behind when it comes to supporting them. And, you know, one of the latest ones I can't wait to get to, you know, talk about. And so if we have, by chance, a company that is about products and they're eco-friendly, be sure to let me know by email or voice message. Now, one of the latest ones that I do love dearly um, is Badger Bombs uh, by the WS Badger Company. So Badger Bomb is amazing. Badger Bomb, or Badger is otherwise known, it's a small family-owned, family-run, and family-friendly company from the small state of New Hampshire. And the WS Badger Company uses the finest organic plant extracts, exotic oils, beeswax, beeswax, and minerals uh, to make high-quality, safe, and extremely tried and true products for your body. The company was started by Bill White in 1995 after his cracked hands were problematic in the cold winters. So he created a bomb and worked as CEO and his wife COO and the daughters to what the brand now is with over 100 products and 80 employees. So as far as their commitment to sustainability, a badger uses the best ingredients that, of course, uh, you can all see in uh, their website on uh, badgerbomb.com. And you can check out the ingredients uh, under their About section and then click Ingredient Glossary. And their products are cruelty-free, USDA organic, and fair trade certified, and also gluten-free. 
and Badger is a certified B Corp. Now, when it comes to their product selection, Badger has a ton of different things. They have moisturizers, lip balms, hair and facial products. They've got body oils, uh, though uh, most notably, uh, they are known for their famous hand bombs. Now you can mail or call them. And so they have a, a few different ways that you can do that. And so their mailing address is WS Badger Company and uh, they're located uh, with their mailing at P.O. Box 58 uh, Gilsum, that's G-I-L-S-U-M, New Hampshire, zip code 03448, and their physical address is 768 uh, Route 50, so that's R-O-U-T-E 10, and then same thing with the City and state, Gilsum, New Hampshire, zip code 03448. You can contact a live Badger uh, with their hours being Monday through Friday, uh, 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the phone number is 603-357-2958. Toll free, their number is 800-603-6100. The fax number is 603-352-4818. And their email is custserve. That's like customer serve, but without the rest of the word customer and serve and without the E um, and at uh, badgerbomb.com. And I want to talk about my experience of Badger Bomb uh, for working hands, that uh, type of bomb they have. I purchased it probably uh, fall, winter of 2017, and I fell for like a ton of bricks. It smells amazing. The rich, creamy, oily texture is really great. And I don't mean oily as in like, it's just, you know, slipping and sliding everywhere. I mean oily as in the, the butters and, the, and the, the richness of the emollients in this product. It's a rich, uh, really clean texture to it and it works really well uh, to soothe your hands, your skin uh, and to heal it and so it really does do wonders for me and it will last two years, mine has lasted two years thus far um, and I think it will last probably one more um, with the way I use it and it's really great for um, you know the cold weather and it really does you know a lot for your skin it's really productive Uh, This stuff is iconic. It has a great price attached to it, and it's currently on sale uh, on their website for uh, $7.99 as of now. Um, But you can easily get it probably anywhere for just under $10, just anywhere else. And uh, like I said before, it's iconic in its packaging. Uh, It's iconic as as a brand just by itself, but its packaging is truly recyclable. It's very sturdy. And so this bomb is definitely worth uh, a buy. So uh, Badger Bomb products can be found online at their website, badgerbomb.com. They're also on Amazon, uh, eBay.com, Cracker Barrel, like in stores especially. Um, They're on Moms, so Moms Organic Market. They're on Lucky Vitamin, Thrive Market. They're on Walgreens, Walmart. Uh, They're also um, at Wegmans and also Whole Foods. Whole Foods is where I bought mine. And they're also at other stores, other fine stores online and also in stores across the country where available. Now, Badger Bomb is on the following social media platforms. Facebook at Badger Bomb. So they're also on Instagram at Badger Bomb. That's Badger and Bomb, one word, all lowercase. They're on Pinterest at Badger Bomb. Same thing with Twitter at Badger Bomb. And YouTube at Badger Bomb. That's B-A-D-G-E-R Bomb. Now, last thing to contact Badger Bomb, just go to their site, www.badgerbomb.com, and then click Contact Us under Contact at the top of their website to use their contact form. So thank you all for tuning in for this really great podcast episode, you know, just all about uh, protecting water, but making sure that you're not wasting water. These tips are timeless. I just know for myself, these are amazing. 
Um, these will be mainstays with me. You know, some of these I definitely do follow, but others I will definitely, you know, just, you know, learn from, especially with something like the car, the waterless uh, car washing. I can never say that right. But uh, that will definitely be really important, especially using the ones that are, of course, eco-friendly, which I mentioned quite a few uh, in the Mother Earth Minutes. So thank you again for tuning in and be sure to listen in uh, for next uh, another podcast episode coming up soon. But until then, you take care. Bye.